Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I want to talk about how the West was lost. There was a 1993 television documentary. It was a miniseries about the expansion west across the North American continent during the latter half of the 19th century, but it was presented from the point of view of the Native American peoples, how the west was lost, meaning how the Native Americans, who were the original inhabitants, and there is arguments, there are arguments, there are archaeological arguments that there were Caucasians who had arrived here before them. But let us say that the Native American tribes had been here for 20,000 years, and then along came the colonialists in the sense of the Europeans, and the West was lost at that time. Death, destruction, disease, slavery, etc. from their point of view. Can't argue with it. But we can't go back in time. I want to talk today about how the West was lost from the point of view of Western civilization. And I'm going to give you a short thumbnail sketch from my point of view. 1950s, World War II is over. The men come home exhausted from defeating Hitler and defeating the Japanese imperialists. And they want to forget the murder, the mayhem. They move to the suburbs. The suburbs expand, the Levittowns, the little houses in the suburbs that the vermin on the left continuously the, the base, the little house with a white picket fence. And they have a lawn and they have a church in the neighborhood. They move to the suburbs. They go to church every Sunday. They raise their families. They keep their nose to the grindstone. That was the 1950s. Then along came the beatniks. Nihilists, socialists, communists. Allen Ginsberg comes to mind. And Allen Ginsberg presented himself as a Jewish holy man and perverted a whole generation of otherwise sensible people into thinking that being a degenerate drug addict 
who hated America would be the way to go. He was perhaps another devil incarnate along the lines of Bernie Sanders, but we'll get to Bernie Sanders at another time. Along after that came the drugs, seeping up from the gutters and the jazz clubs came the marijuana, then the Bennies, the Benzedrine, then along came LSD and Coke and the other drugs. Then one of the preachers of LSD, Timothy Leary, destroyed millions of minds, giving an imprimatur of Harvard University, where he was a professor, to LSD, which wrecked the minds of millions of people, many of whom have never recovered. They are hippies to this day, working against their own self and against this nation, destroyed by drugs. Then came the anti-men, the Bella Abzugs, the Gloria Steinem, known as the women's movement, it was really a hatred of men that ushered in an entire wave of lesbianism as fashionable and superior. Then you had the anti-Christian crusades aided by many, including Woody Allen's mockery of Jews, especially the religious Jews. We would say the anti-Jewish crusades by the Woody Allens of the world, followed by the Kennedy Immigration Reform Act of 1965 where the lying drunk Kennedy promised it would not change the demographics of America. But it ushered in a flood of multiculturalism. And I'll ask you if that's been for the betterment of America or for the opposite. I look across this historic gathering and I see the future of America. As President Kennedy proclaimed a half a century ago, we are a nation of immigrants. The flood of cheap labor for the farms brought in a flood of Mexican people. In many ways, you could argue that was for the betterment of America. They may be the last hope for this country are the Catholics, the family-oriented Hispanic people who came in. Unfortunately, the next generation and the generation after that are no longer like their grandfathers. And then with the multiculturalism, there came finally the Muslims. The Muslims came in and arose Louis Farrakhan, the hate preacher, calling himself something to do with Islam. The nation of Islam, when in fact many Muslims don't believe there's such a thing as the Louis Farrakhan nation of Islam. In fact, they hate him because they think he's not a true prophet. Then there arose black power, black nationalism, which was really black supremacy. We hear a lot about white supremacy, but we never hear about black supremacy. Hispanic supremacy, do we? But it's out there. And then along came, finally, Obama the destroyer. He destroyed virtually everything that was sacred to this nation under the guise of wanting fairness. And we voted for him. Many of us voted for him, not myself included, but many voted for him because he said he would be middle of the road and fair and he'd straighten things out and make it. And he looked like an honest guy. Uh, you know, his mother was a white woman. His father was a black guy from Africa. And Obama had a conflict within his own spirit. And he chose to hate the white side of himself. He even wrote in his own autobiography that when he started to ape, and he said the words, imitate, ape, mock, make believe, whatever you want to call it that he was a black power advocate at Columbia University, he got a lot of attention. He said before that he was a nobody, a zero, just a, a pot-smoking bum. But the minute he put on the act, suddenly he became very popular and it led him right to the presidency with the whiny wife of his who made believe she came from the ghetto when she was a middle-class African-American. It is a plain fact 
that racial discrimination still exists in both the United States and South Africa. And it is also a fact that the accumulated disadvantages of years of institutionalized oppression have created yawning disparities in income and in wealth and in education and in health, in personal safety, in access to credit. So Obama almost destroyed the country after eight straight years in every way, shape and form. And then along came Donald Trump, who almost saved this nation again in the thumbnail sketch. Now we are living through the Biden gang meltdown. Where this ends, nobody knows. But here we are right now, and I'm talking about how the West was lost. And I will continue this theme, perhaps at another time, on the Savage Nation podcast. Back in a minute. Michael Savage, a host like no other. I want to talk about what we're living through right now under what I'm calling Biden the Destroyer. Can the destruction be stopped? Well, we all know that these people around him are the sickest, stupidest people that have ever seized the reins of power, and they've destroyed almost everything they have touched. So bad is it that their only plan was to undo everything Trump had done. So they broke the borders wide open, and now they don't know how to stop it. And so these morons are going back to Trump's Remain in Mexico policy. That's after admitting, what, a million, two million vermin? Two million people who will never be absorbed into this nation. They'll be permanent wards of the state. What else did they do? They undid all of his energy policies. And what are they doing now? They're begging frackers to start fracking again. These are stupid academics who have destroyed everything they have touched. But let me go backwards a bit. I wrote a book years ago called Scorched Earth, Restoring the Country After Obama. And I just looked through it and I realized much of what we hear on talk radio and in the media came from my books. You don't have to believe me, but it's a fact. In fact, Steve Bannon told me years ago, right after Trump was elected, that they got most of their ideas from my books and they thanked me for it. I do not care whether the individuals who have made millions of dollars in talk radio acknowledge me or not. What matters is that you know where the ideas came from. I am the prophetic author of many best-selling books such as this. And I want to go back to the eight divisive years of Barack Obama. And I want to talk about how the nation was undermined by terrorists from without, by anarchists from within by a president and politicians with contempt for the Constitution and the law, and by a complicit liberal media. Does it sound familiar? I, at that time, wrote this book, and I made an ironclad case for the dangers that we would face from Hillary Clinton and her fellow travelers in the progressive movement. And I'm going to read a piece from that and show you it's exactly what's happening under Biden. It's as though Obama is still president and Clinton is still president, and together they got together to destroy this country. I then explained why Donald Trump may be one of the two best hopes for America's future as we try to regain control of our government, our country, and our national soul, right? So I'm going to read you a little bit from Scorched Earth, and you decide whether I was right or wrong. So let me begin right here. Where shall I begin? I'll have to find this for you, if I can, in the Scorched Earth chapter, Life Under Trump, Death Under Clinton. I talk about the fact that Obama is a Muslim, and I say that's not the problem. The question is, what kind of Muslim is he? 
you hear? And uh, you have to understand there are many kinds of Muslims, just as there are many kind of kinds of Jews, many kinds of Hindus, many kinds of Christians, many kinds of uh, others. Obama was a Muslim nationalist, a Muslim supremacist, tied in with the Black Liberation Movement, Islamo nationalism. You get it? That's what he was. But he's gone, isn't he? So what I asked in Scorched Earth was, what happens if Trump wins? And I was fighting very hard to get you to vote for Trump, if you may remember. I'm going to read this to you. So what happens, I wrote, on day one of a Trump administration? The economy-crushing burden of Obamacare is gone. The small business-crushing taxes of Obama, gone. The threat of ISIS on the way out. Our porous borders sealed. As a result of those acts... The jobless rate starts to shrink. The debt shrinks, too. That's what I wrote in Scorched Earth, copied by many, not acknowledged. It doesn't matter. It was published in 2016. Trump knows I wrote the book. I went on and said, what happens on day one of a Hillary Clinton administration? I'll substitute the word Biden when I say Hillary Clinton. What happens on day one of a Biden administration? None of the above. Did you hear me? Those things that even a kid in elementary school knows are so urgently needed do not happen. She will continue, meaning Biden, will continue the Obama doctrine, which has determined that America will no longer exist as a sovereign nation. It's being gutted from within, not so much by political figures, but by thieves using political operatives called senators to do trade deals that are against the best interests of the nation. That's how China grew so quickly. It grew on our back. Remember when Clinton was exporting factories to China? The Chinese were buying whole factories out of the Midwest. They took every machine tool to China. You don't remember how Clinton sacked America, do you? Now, I wrote this in 2016, and I went on. What else happens on day one of a Hillary Clinton administration? Are you ready for this one? Because you could say what happens on day one of a Biden administration. I wrote this. How about an energy supply disaster? Under Hillary, i.e. Biden, coal and natural gas will vanish as energy sources. Hydro fracking and coal burning will be made illegal. What will we get instead? Solar and wind energy. The solar and the wind companies, which contribute heavily to the Democrats, are going to get their payback. And look what happens if you don't invest in solar and wind energy. You go to jail. Businesses and private individuals who don't pay the carbon tax will go to jail. And all the electronic locks in the prisons will be solar powered. Hmm. And I go on to what will happen when coal and gas are driven out of this country. All the jobs from natural gas and coal will, will go away, along with the small businesses that will have to struggle to meet payroll after the Bernie Sanders minimum wage boost goes into effect. Maybe that's part of the plan. The plan for a socialist state like the one Bernie Sanders wanted. What do you think I wrote will happen to the price of your coffee, your cheeseburger? They'll be more expensive and you'll wait for them longer because when small businesses have to pay higher wages, they're going to cut staff and cut jobs. Those workers are going to become wards of the Clinton welfare state, i.e. Biden welfare state. But at least they'll be able to smoke marijuana, which will be legal for recreational use. And it'll keep the people stupid because that's what marijuana does. You better believe that if Clinton, i.e. Biden, gets elected, she's not going to inhale either. She wants all of you to be stupid, but she's too smart for that. She's not going to inhale. That's what I wrote in 2016. 
I continued. I talked about a new world order that will emerge. It'll be Mao has emerged with post 9-11 Islamic Jihad. Let me say that again. What will happen if Hillary won? Because that's what's happening now under Biden. I said there will be a new world order, which will be Maoism merged with post 9-11 Islamic Jihad. It's stronger than you could ever imagine. The leftist power brokers at the time, Ted Kennedy, Howard Dean, John Kerry and John Edwards, inserted Obama into the White House. And now all of a sudden, just as the left is about to complete their act, along comes a billionaire who is a nationalist. and They don't know what to do other than to smear him. They're doing to him everything they've done to everyone in the media who has stood up to President Zero. You hear this? I I could go on. I'm not going to read from the book. I'm not asking you to buy the book. I'm just going to lead back and forth from what I wrote to the news and what we're living through now, the nightmare that we're living through right now. I continued. I said, we've already seen what this future is going to look like in San Francisco and Berkeley. Once liberal cities became bastions of hate, bastions of authoritarianism, bastions of loudmouth radical feminists who took over the cities and shouted down anyone who disagreed with them. You like that one? Was I wrong? And now we have the sad situation of dictatorships in Berkeley, dictatorships in San Francisco, and every other so-called liberal bastion in the United States of America being run like many Maoist states. They had the complete re-education. Newspapers don't exist anymore. The universities and schools are espousing the party line. Whatever the leader says, whatever Chairman Biden says they do, whatever Biden says they agree to, they don't question it. They're loyal little soldiers, a loyalty like you've never seen in the history of this fair nation. We even have re-education camps, Michael Savage wrote. They're called schools and universities. Instead of the drip, drip, drip of water torture, We have the drone, drone, drone of mobile devices with voices. They're called the media. Those are the re-education camps. They don't actually send you to a place to relearn. They don't have to send you anywhere. They took over the places that do the re-education. So the only thing missing now are the actual beatings, arrests, and murders in America. We are living through a very dangerous transition in America right now, I wrote in 2016, and there's only one individual who actually knows what's going on and is willing to say it. He's as clear-eyed on it as I am, Donald Trump, which is why the Lilliputians of the administration and the media are attacking him. So I will go on at some point and talk about Maoism because many people have it wrong. They think this is a Marxist revolution because they don't really understand what they're talking about. It's a good way to sell a book. Say Marxism, Marxism. He's a Marxist. Marxism, Marxism, Marx. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. No, we're talking about a Maoist revolution. Mao Zedong killed 45 million Chinese who would not conform to his view of the Cultural Revolution. Can it happen here? Why bother talk about communist China right now? Why? I'll tell you more about this when I come back right here on the Savage Nation podcast because I know you're not going to go anywhere. The Savage Nation. It's savage on demand. In this section of today's podcast, I talk about it's Maoism, not Marxism, stupid. And the reason I'm doing this is twofold. One, it's correct to say it's Maoism. And two, it's because there are idiots in the media who think that by using the word Marx and Marxism, 
they will sound particularly brilliant, but they're parrots. They're copycats. They always have been. But I don't want to talk about the lightweights at all. I don't want to talk about the fakers, the imposters, the controlled opposition. I want to talk about you and I, the people in America. I want to talk about what we're living through. Many of us know something's wrong. We know that something's wrong because our borders have been busted and we're being flooded with Central Americans and now Haitians who are living in the Stone Age. We also know that they will never, ever, ever assimilate into this great melting pot. Never. And we don't know why it's going on and who's doing it to us. Well, we know it's Biden and the people around them because that's their worldview, which is to bust open America and most particularly to weaken the will of the white male. I mean, I I have to be very clear about what I am saying. This is not happening by accident. That ties into the news where every ad now, 90% are non-white males. Why? It's to diminish, to embarrass, to humiliate the men who built this nation, the white males. You don't want to hear it, do you? You got very unnerved when I said that. You want me to redo white male inventions for you another time? I'll do it for you another time. And so, for those of you who don't really understand history, I suggest you turn this podcast off right now. But those of you who want to learn something, pay close attention to Mao Zedong, who killed 45 million Chinese who would not conform to his view of the Cultural Revolution. When your children go to school and they're taught critical race theory and you heard it's Marxist, they're they're partially right. But what you're watching is Maoism in action. But why bother to talk about communist China right now? Well, because we hear about the Holocaust as one of the great tragic events of the 20th century, and it really was. Six million Jews were killed by Hitler. About seven million non-Jews were also killed in the camps. It was as if the Cambodian communist dictator Pol Pot's genocide were multiplied 20 times over. Pol Pot was a Marxist in Cambodia. But the biggest part of this story is the cultural revolution when people were forced to conform to what is called political correctness. It came directly from that period of human history. More than 13,000 opponents of Mao Zedong's new regime were killed in one region alone in just three weeks. And that was by fellow Chinese. So if you have the illusion that your military will not turn on you, you are totally crazy. Those of you who think your military is above doing that are totally lost and nuts. You know nothing about history. The most important lesson to be learned from this is the actions of the Red Guards, Mao Zedong's enforcers. Now, who were they? Well, his great leap forward led to the massive starvation of Chinese people. Millions of Chinese starved to death because of Mao Zedong's insanity. Very much like any other government bureaucrat, Mao wanted to stamp out his failures. So he created enforcers called Red Guards, an army of thuggish children and young idiot adults who were used to kill or beat up anyone not towing the Maoist line, targeted first with the teachers as they are today on today's campuses. Any artifacts of Chinese history were targeted. A favorite method of those people was to whip their elders with the heavy metal buckles on their leather belts. Now the violence began at the bottom. Everything was very carefully planned at the top. There were constant messages going from the Communist Party to the students. The beatings, the beatings, the beatings. 
The students first confronted the teachers for not conforming to the political correctness and repeating the big lie, and then the teachers were tortured and killed. Just as the Black Students Union, Antifa, BLM, are now attacking teachers who are not towing their party line, they're taking their commands from the top. Some of them do not even know it. Today, the teachers are not tortured and killed. They're simply thrown out of the university after being shamed. Now, look, that's a lot of history to digest. But pay careful attention to this part. We are seeing a similar pattern emerging again, like the mobs on the college campuses across America. This all ties into my mantra of borders, language, and culture. Because without borders, language, and culture, we will lose not only our nation, but our life and our freedom as well. This is Michael Savage. I'll continue a little bit later with my insights into what is going on today, both from an historic point of view and from the point of view of the news that we are living through right now. And when I say Maoism, not Marxism, you must pay close attention because this rabid ideology of socio-political correctness is rightly termed Maoism, not Marxism. And we should talk about that, and I will perhaps at another time in another podcast, but it's unimportant that I do that right now. All you've got to know is that you are watching Maoism in action, and the cultural revolution that we are going through right now is what led to the death of 45 million Chinese. Remember, it's Maoism, not Marxism. Stupid. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. So it gets worse by the day. I wake up this morning and I see that China fires a hypersonic nuke right around the earth. And I said, what? China has fired a hypersonic missile around the globe with the U.S. left reeling. U.S. left reeling. By the terrifying display of military strength, U.S. intelligence, unquote, quote, and military officials, quote unquote, were reportedly left stunned after China launched a rocket in space carrying a hypersonic glide vehicle which circled the globe before speeding towards its target. The nuke-capable missile missed its target by about two dozen miles when it was secretly launched in August, intelligence sources told the Financial Times. But the chilling test has alarmed U.S. officials and shows how China has made astonishing progress on the development of its hypersonic weapons, sources said. A hypersonic missile travels five times faster than the speed of sound and can reach distances of up to 1,500 miles with Russia using the technology to build cutting-edge missiles in recent years, more from the sun. Okay, so that's what we woke up to. And I tweeted the following. China fires hypersonic nuke missile around the earth while the U.S. military studies white rage, trans rights, white privilege, black sensitivities, and climate change. That was on Twitter. Then I went over to Facebook and I changed it slightly. And most people understand what's going on. Some are stupid and they say I'm just making it all up. And my headline on Facebook was China fires hypersonic nuke missile around the earth while U.S. military studies climate change, trans rights, white privilege, black oppression, and which bathroom to use. Well, then someone sends this to me and throws out all intelligent leadership class who won't take the vax. I saw a head of Navy threatened to make the Navy SEALs pay back training costs if they refuse the vax. These lunatics are going to get us killed. You listening? Well, this is what's going on. What is going to happen next? Maybe an EMT blast. 
this administration is so corrupt, so incompetent, so cowardly, anything can and will happen. But don't worry, the NFL is on today. This is Sunday. And the simpletons, with their hats on backwards, are preoccupied eating their popcorn. People say to us, how did this happen? How could the Biden administration be this bad? How is it possible? People say Biden administration is in the tank for China with Obama running his destroy America. I mean, change America third term in office. I would say Clinton started it, not Obama. Now Clinton's a hero again, that degenerate bum. A urological infection now he's held up like some George Washington. He was the one who sold us to China to begin with. He transferred all the factories to China. He is the one who, while he was president, the head of the Democrat National Committee, I think his name was Bernie Schwartz, if I remember correctly, took U.S. space technology for firing rockets and transferred it to China and lied to the American people and said our technology would never be used against us militarily. It was only going to be used by the Chinese for peaceful purposes. Where is Mr. Schwartz today? We're on Park Avenue. So then an idiot says to me, eek, we're all going to die, trying to mock me, some moron. I say to him, sir, look at the story. Try to awaken from your hatred. So the idiot says, but what about your hatred of climate science, transsexuals, equality, etc.? You've been pushing hate for decades, and that's how you eat. So I said, John, Einstein would not discuss quantum physics with a child in the fifth grade. Please go away. Do you see what we're facing here? People are saying, well, Michael, do you think America will have a political will and naval capabilities to come to the aid of Taiwan when Beijing decides on a full invasion of the island? You know the answer. Of course not. School children in communist China are learning English. And what are school children in the U.S. learning? Critical race theory, how bad whites are. So where does this end? I have no idea where it ends. I have seen this for a very long time. And I have seen it coming for a very long time. I've had nightmares about where this goes for a very long time. Since I'm a child, I've awakened to the nightmare. But I'm not going to share my nightmares with you. I have warned you that diversity was always a front for the Trojan horse. The killer of the English member of parliament, as we knew, was a Muslim. His name was Ali Harbi Ali. They won't show his picture. He's a Somali. His father worked for the Somali government, and his father is shocked, just shocked. Did you know that? Meanwhile, if you go to michaelsavage.com, here's a few other stories. Chicago's Art Institute fires all of its docents, too many wealthy white ladies. Now, these are the women who have funded the Art Institute. These are the nice, wealthy white ladies who have funded museums for ages. So these schmucks who are now running the Art Institutes are firing the docents because they're too many wealthy white ladies. Why don't they just tear down all of the Manets, Monets, Cezans, Picassos, and burn them? After all, they were all done by white men. You see where I'm going, where I'm coming from? Superman drops American way from motto. You can see the picture on michaelsavage.com. Passengers do nothing as woman is raped on Philadelphia train. Cops say, I won't take orders from a socialist. Furious Joe Manchin slams out of state of Bernie Sanders for daring to write an op-ed backing Biden's $3.5 trillion infrastructure plan of West Virginia's largest newspaper. Bernie Sanders is a naked, filthy, degenerate, scum communist. He's a filthy bum. He's the type of piece of crap I ran out of New York because of. This garbage 
should be deported as far as I'm concerned. They should take Bernie Sanders and put him on a hypersonic missile that China developed and blow him into outer space. Fiction, fiction, fiction. Pete Buttigieg, or Buttigieg has been on paternity leave amid Biden's supply chain. Isn't that sweet? Are you moved to tears by how kindly Pete Buttigieg and his wife or husband look with their little baby? I know it's politically impossible to talk about this because if you say anything that's construed as anti-gay, you're thrown off every platform. But this is not anti-gay, but it's a question. It's just a question. Did that baster baby, that surrogate child, have any say as to whether he wanted to be raised or she wanted to be raised by two gay men? Can I ask the question? I just did. If you don't like it, then don't listen to the podcast. There's much more that I can tell you about if you want to really get sick. We can look at the NFL if you'd like. Musk now richer than Bill Gates and Warren Buffet combined. Should we talk about that? Or the China fires hypersonic missile around the earth. Dramatic display of advanced weapons. Caught U.S. intelligence by surprise. But don't worry. Don't worry. We're studying critical race theory here in the U.S. military and which bathroom the men should use. Throwing the Navy SEALs out if they don't take the vaccination. They have no freedom, no rights, not under Biden. What's going to happen next? My friends, you can pretty much figure out what's coming. All you've got to do is turn on your magic wand. The magic wand of imagination. Not rely upon Hatzenberg, Katzenberg, and Ratzenberg from, from Hollywood to tell you what to imagine. Don't rely upon Katzenberg, Hatzenberg, and Ratzenberg to give you what you should imagine. Try to use your own imagination to imagine what may follow what is coming. Should we go to other newspapers together? What's this now? Pray for us. U.S. missionary abducted in Haiti sent desperate WhatsApp message during kidnapping. You mean there's violence in Haiti? You mean the 100,000 Haitian throwbacks that are allowed into America and being dispersed across the country are the next wave of nuclear physicists and physicians? Gee, I thought it was a... Well, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say any more. Bill Clinton released from hospital after being treated for infection. These are the men who sold America down the river to China. But you wouldn't know that. No, you wouldn't know that. Fauci says the FDA panel concluded J&J shot should have been two doses. Fauci should be thrown in prison for what he's done to this country. Brian Laundrie's dad emerges to rip down protest sign from Yard. You hear this? This is still going on. The father and mother should be arrested and rubber hosed until they tell us where the alleged killer is. No, it won't happen. Not with the laws that were written by the wonderful boys from the Lower East Side who went out to conquer the world. Conor McGregor accused of punching and breaking Italian DJ's nose in Rome. Another distraction. Bill and Melinda Gates walk with daughter down the aisle like a KLS. Why do I care about this stuff? Well, I'm looking at the news and look what I'm looking at. And so this is what's going on. Shall I read you my horoscope? Would that make you happy today? No, I'm going to go to one of the websites before I sign off. I'm going to go to Breitbart News, my favorite website. Culture Shift, Let's Go, Brandon Song, Source to number one on iTunes. Watch the music video. It's a mass takedown of President Joe Biden. It's a rap version. Yeah, okay. It's going to do a lot playing a sarcastic song. 17 American missionaries kidnapped in Haiti. Women and children held by armed gang. In Haiti? No. They're just oppressed um, Haitians. But a gag. Won't apologize for hiding two-month paternity leave. That bum. That bum. That rat. He knows as much about 
transportation as my dog does, and my dog is deaf and blind. Buttigieg says that the supply chain problems exist because Biden guided the U.S. out of recession. That's what he learned during his paternity leave. Liberalism is a mental disorder, by the way, in case you don't know it. Fauci says vax people can enjoy the holidays with the family, but not the unvaxed. The little dictator, the petty dictator, the pill pusher, the vax pusher, the bum, the drug pushing bastard. Okay, shall I go on? Let's see. Anything about white privilege? Woman injured in Gothenburg, Swedish, Sweden apartment bombing dies. Who set off the bomb? Oh, I'm sorry, an immigrant. You know, Sweden was once a beautiful country. And then liberals took it over. Norway was once a beautiful, safe country. Liberals took it over. Finland was once a beautiful country. Then liberals took it over. Feminists took them over. Feminists took them over. Radical feminists. So I say the word lesbian. Am I allowed to say it? Who hate white men. And their answer to all problems was to break down the male hierarchy by bringing in third worlders, Somalis, Syrians, you name it. And now the countries have become cesspools, hellholes. Ask anyone who lives there. Are you listening? Oh, well, there's so much more that I can talk about that is uh, so disturbing. And while I do this, Democrats are pushing a defund the police movement. Cory Bush, that piece of garbage, pushes police defunding while spending $130,000 on personal security. Take a look at that, that beast. That's all I'm going to say. Because I've gotten in enough trouble. I've been deplatformed everywhere you can imagine, including England. This is the Savage Nation reporting to you, my loyal followers, the horrible, horrible news of the day. Home of borders, language, culture, the Savage Nation. Many of you have asked me to just do the news. Well, I do the news every day anyway on my website, michaelsavage.com. I pick stories that agitate me or that I think are important, and I link them. And then I put a new headline on it, and this one is called Dumbest Remark of the Day. And it is a guy, if you look at his face, Deputy Secretary Adiamu, whatever, who says the only way past the transition of high prices is to get everyone in the U.S. and the world vaccinated. Today, we face an economy that's in transition. And as part of that transition, we are seeing high prices for some of the things that people have to buy. That's exactly why the president was focused on the American Rescue Plan and ensuring that we got stimulus into the hands of the American people so they'd be able to buy the products that they need. But the reality is that the only way we're going to get to a place where we work through this transition is if everyone in America and everyone around the world gets vaccinated. That's why the president continues to be focused on the idea that we get everyone who can vaccinated in this country. You look at his face and you see he's a moron. Uh, This is a genuine moron, imbecile idiot. This is a moron, maybe an imbecile. This is on the supply chain crunch. There are bumps along the way. And he said, as part of the transition, we're seeing high prices for some of the things that people have to buy. And the only way we're going to get to a place where we work through this transition, says this dummy, is if everyone in America and everyone around the world gets vaccinated. And you look at him in his big office in the Treasury Department, and you realize in studying this putz, he worked for Obama, and here he is now in the Treasury Department, a moron who's probably never, ever had a business in his life. But this is just the beginning of what I want to talk with you about. There's another one. The other night, last week, I was on Newsmax TV, and the topic was rampant theft killing San Francisco stores. 
And I talked about the rad liberal district attorney, the son of the weather underground criminals. And some people know who the weather underground was. They were the Biter-Monhoff gang of America. They were murderers. And they produced a, a son who went to Yale and worked for Chavez and uh, worked uh, and comes from a family of communists. And now he's the district attorney in San Francisco and the stores are dying. And you say to yourself, how do the people tolerate this? Why do they elect people like this? And you don't have an answer for it. And then you open the local newspaper website and it's probably the worst website in the entire country. I hardly read it anymore. I used to open it for the weather and local news. And I see this article, what's really going on with San Francisco Walgreens closures. And the reporter is Eric Ting, who used to write moderately reasonable columns. He was sort of the moderately reasonable token that they had at the SF gate. And he writes this long article about what's really going on with San Francisco Walgreens closures. And they're saying it's not organized retail theft that's forcing the chain to leave the city, as everyone knows it is. Everyone can see it with their own eyes. The elected leaders and progressive activists, meaning propagandist fools, questioned the legitimacy of Walgreens' explanation for the store's closures. May a London breed a complete fake. London breed, no one knows who she is, where she came from, how she was picked. Unqualified at any speed to be anything. She could not run a lemonade stand. That's why she's running the city for Nancy Pelosi. So listen what this dummy, the mayor, says. They are saying that the primary reason for the closures is because of the robbery. But she said, I also think when a place is not generating revenue and when they're saturated, SF has a lot of Walgreens locations all over the city. So I do think that there are other factors that come into play, said so-called Mayor London Breed. Listen, they are saying that's the primary reason, but I also think when a place is not generating revenue and when they're saturated, San Francisco has a lot of Walgreens locations all over the city. So I do think that there are other factors that come into place. And so unfortunately, you know, I can't control what they do or what they say. I just know that ultimately we are here to work with Walgreens. And then you have a supervisor, another moron, and said that they're not closing due to retail theft. It's because Walgreens announced in 2019 that they plan to close 200 stores. So this lying propagandist garbage supervisor, Preston says, so is Walgreens closing stores because of theft or because of pre-existing business plan to cut costs and increase profits by consolidating stores and shifting customers to online purchases, said supervisor Dean Preston. Now they're all going down this narrative. It's not because the bums are cleaning the shelves out because of the law that says you can't prosecute anyone who robs less than $950. It's not because we have a communist radical district attorney. It's because of the evil corporation Walgreens itself. That's why they're closing the stores. Are you listening? So they then say that the uh, larceny is not up that high. They, they come up with fake stuff and they blame it all on, on the uh, pandemic. Then they say the crime statistics show that uh, property crimes are up, but not the worst. No, it's not really bad. Meanwhile, you look with your own eyes and you see the Walgreens stores are, are being shoplifted, cleaned out by these filthy bums who be, should be deported or thrown into the desert. And made to build their own house, give them a nail and a hammer and some lumber and a couple of seeds. And so you read the article 
And then you listen to what Walgreens said, and Walgreens itself said, no, we didn't close them because we had planned to close them. We closed them because of theft, and we can prove it. The company did say it plans to close approximately 200 locations in the United States, and that was announced in December 2018, right? But a spokesman for Walgreens said that the cost-cutting program to close San Francisco Walgreens locations had, quote, been previously completed ahead of the Wednesday announcement that five more stores will close. In other words, they closed the stores they planned to close. They only are closing them now because of the psychopaths who are running the city into the ground and letting these filthy, degenerate bums rob the stores blind. So these are some of the stories that have caught my attention. Now I want to jump over to something else. Occasionally I tweet in the middle of the night and I say, well, should I, shouldn't I? And I'm looking at my wonderful, my podcasts are up there, such as the one I did recently, which is really, really great. Rampant, uh, no, Rampant Theft Killing San Francisco Stores. That's my appearance on Newsmax. But before that, Savage Art competes with Hunter Biden's and there's a picture of me with my art. And before that, there was a podcast called Ivermectin Pros and Cons. Does it work? Is it safe? Why is the government against it? It's perhaps the best podcast ever done about Ivermectin. Far better than Joe Rogan, who is a very talented liar, a very talented martial artist who got very lucky, who admits himself he's stupid and doesn't know anything about anything. He had a whole show about ivermectin the other day. I would recommend you listen to Michael Savage on ivermectin for a couple of reasons. The main reason is I have a Ph.D. from the University of California at Berkeley, one of which the majors is in epidemiology. And I got the greatest person on the subject. She's wonderful. She's amazing. She's just amazing. She's a doctor who has treated hundreds of patients with ivermectin. She's just fantastic. Dr. Kelly Victory, she's not afraid to speak up. I interviewed her for the podcast. She talks about early treatments and how they work and how evil this Dr. Flouchy is uh, in ivermectin pros and cons. It's probably one of my most important podcasts of recent times, and I highly recommend that you look at it. But I go on Twitter, as I say, sometimes, and I tweet random things when things get to me. And my most recent podcast is New Studies on Sleep and COVID. I hope you've caught that one. The other night, I texted this late at night on on Twitter. I tweeted this. Is it time to leave the media with the arrival of total mind control, an African-American sage, a dumb white male, a final lesbian couple? A perfect family of gay men with a baster child. A smiling Muslim in each and every TV ad and each and every storyline. What's the point, I asked. Because I watch a lot of television. I can't tolerate it anymore. How can 13% of the population who is African American account for 90% of every image and every ad in America, I ask. And then I'm afraid to say it for fear that they'll completely throw me off every platform in America. How in the world can we watch this trash day and night of a lesbian couple, a gay couple with a baby, a smiling, happy Muslim in every TV ad with a dumb white male? How can we take this anymore? And so people responded predictably, some ways, not predictably in others. And one of them is an ex-Soviet citizen, and I wish I could find it immediately, you know, I just can't put my hands on it. But people were saying things like the re-education of the mind-numb masses continues for the willing, you know, 
and uh, then they say you're free not to watch it. They don't understand that when they control the media and you have almost nowhere to go, you're not free not to watch it. When you have the psychopathic bums who run the ad industries doing this to us, doing this to America day and night, promoting this sickness, this demented lie about America, right? And then, of course, you get the haters that you'd expect and you got this and that. But then I had a Soviet citizen and I can't quite put it on. And someone says, it's kind of funny, but Russia is the only remaining country left which supports traditional marriage and values. It is now their main slogan. And he says to me, I know your parents came from Russia and I can feel that in your wisdom. And I say, that is why the Democrats attack Putin and Russia. It's too white and too straight. Am I wrong? Hmm? Am I wrong? Then the man says, Russia refuses to follow the New World Woke agenda and it infuriates the establishment. How dare they not legalize gay marriage? How dare they make fun of transgenders? They underestimate Russians. They're very smart and very normal. So um, one of the perverts says, so go live there. And we go on. And we look at the rest of the things of people cursing me and, you know, saying bad things to me because I touched the raw nerve with them because they know that they're sick and demented and the lowest dredge of humanity, you know. But I'm still looking for the Soviet who tells us, and I, I can't find it, but it's about what went on in the Soviet Union and how it's going on right now, right? The pandering to the smallest minority in America, the transgenders now, and another small minority, gays and lesbians. They're a small minority, but you think that they're the majority. Again, brainwashing the people, brainwashing the children, doing worse than Orwell ever imagined. You hear? And so the guy says it's exactly what went on in the Soviet Union, the media now is the enemy of the people, and we all know that, right? But I'm trying to find the guy who said to me exactly what I'm looking for, and I can't, so I won't. They say, don't watch it, don't do this, you know, don't buy the ad advertising products. But I'll just cut to the chase here, because I can't find this, the man from the ex-Soviet Union who said it's exactly what went on in the ex-Soviet Union. He said, yes, it's like the ex-Soviet Union, where the nomenclatura ran the country. And I was not sure what the nomenclatura was. And I looked it up. And it means the ruling bureaucratic elite of the former Soviet Union made up of members of the Communist Party who were chosen by the party to hold positions of leadership and privilege in government and industry. Any similar ruling elite. I said, well, there it is. There's Anderson Cooper. How can a man as vacuous and as stupid as Anderson Cooper even be on television, I asked myself, for the last 20 years? The answer is because he's part of the nomenclatura. He was selected to be a role model for the illegitimate perverted left. You understand what I'm saying to you? That's how I see it. And so people say about the nomenclatura remark, unfortunately, the U.S. starts to resemble the old Soviet Union more and more each year. Some apparatchik, some nomenclatura, same slogans and punishment for not following the party agenda. Here. And then you get the people putting down capitalism, you know, the kind of garbage you'd expect. And then they talk about selling communism. And then they talk about what's happening in the U.S. today and how evil it is. And someone writes, academia breeding ground ensures that necessary compromises keep this beast growing. Exchanging life for power, soulless quest signifying nothing. Do they know something the vassals haven't realized? Or can they really function with any comfort as, as useful idiots? That's so beyond the average person on Twitter. And so another man writes, the Oxford English Dictionary was wiped out in the 1990s. 
Its absence brought the post-structural age of Obama. And on and on, and people comment. Some of the people are very smart on some of these sites, and some of the typical uneducated dulty morons, and the others are naked communists who are trolling people like me in order to cover up the reality of what we see. People like me, there's very few of us who actually see what is going on, you know. And again, if you look at the tweet, is it time to leave the media with the arrival of total mind control and African-American sage in every ad, a dumb white male in every ad, a fine lesbian couple in every ad, a perfect family of gay men with a base the child in every ad, a smiling Muslim in every ad. And I said, what's the point? And so you look on Facebook now and you see the comments there. And some of them, again, are the typical haters, the typical communists, those saying, don't leave. I'm done with it. I don't watch it anyway. You, you know, things like that. And some of them are very clever and know the truth. And some are very smart. And uh, a man says, truth, this is exactly the reason why Dr. Savage has a microphone that reaches millions of listeners. Thank you for that. Another man says, the left defeated us because they control the media. Only we could have destroyed ourselves. Normal people have noticed this crap. Another one says, there's nowhere to go. They control the streaming and cable services. That is 100% true. They control it all. They control it all. And they say, I am a voice in the wilderness. I am a voice in the wilderness. And I have to continue what I am doing. Another man talks about the fact that many of us watch some, some form of TV because it's cheap entertainment. So what do you do? And he says, there are options. There just needs to be more options. And he says, he used to be a huge football fan. And he says, people say watching sports is an escape. It became a prison, he said, with many weekends spent watching football and doing little else. He goes on to say, Fox News and their hosts and shows got stale, repetitive, and even fake. That would be Sean Hannity, the biggest con man in the history of the media. I'll tell you more about him one day. And he goes on to same on radio. That is true. If you listen to guys like Levin, Bongino, and uh, Shapiro, they are controlled opposition because if they weren't controlled opposition, they would have been thrown off cumulus a long time ago. But Mary Burnham needs controlled opposition so that people think that they have an option. And then he says, well, I think this Savage is still around because of podcasts. He's, in, he's been on TV now for the first time in years. And the communists try to force more BS on us, more outlets will evolve. So will more underground, covert, quiet markets, industries, and alliances. I don't know. Another woman says, you're one of the few people who have an authentic voice against the cultural revolution. All I can do is ask you to hold out as long as you can, even if you are the one to turn out the lights in the America we knew. That's awful. Another one says, there is no longer any shame, especially for things God says are abominable. Shame. Yeah, there should be a lot of shame. Another one says, and the books, fiction for kids, teens are laced with gay lesbian scenes to indoctrinate the kids, and ever so subtle too. Perfectly great stories, and then comes the zing. I'm sick of it. So I'm not the only one who sees this overwhelming propaganda by the nomenclatura. And many of us say, what is the point of hanging on? You know? And some on the Twitter and Facebook are just too stupid to even follow an adult conversation. But I am going to stay on because I am a beacon in the storm. I'm Linkaeus, the pilot seer of the Argonauts. And I will speak out as long as I can. But I want to say this at this time that is important. 
some of the smartest people I know in the world and some of the most successful people I know in the world who were visionaries and created great enterprises and did great things in their careers see a very bleak future for America. So bleak it's hard to describe. And I have to slow it down, you know. I'll close with one from a Marianne Tong who says, I was born in 1937 in Germany and have read Mein Kampf and Das Kapital in the original language. I have also been married to Los Angeles-born man of Chinese heritage for 65 years, and I am the great-grandmother of a large American family. I earned my retirement income as a public school special education teacher. You hear? But she's mad at me because she said, I left your media presence a long time ago. Your frequent referrals to, quote, you'd be speaking German or be a lampshade, transform my admiration to resentment of your style. And I said to her, study Hitler and Mao. I suggest she should study Hitler and Mao because what we have now in this government and media complex, as I call it, is a Biden administration that is socialist, communist, Leninist, Maoist, Stalinist. You take your choice. That's the entire spectrum that we are watching in the government media complex under Chairman Biden. And by the way, one last note. He is not senile. He knows exactly what he is doing. Don't fall for the lie that Biden is dumb. Stop with the plugs and uh, things that he doesn't know what he's doing. He knows just what he's doing. Because when he wants to, he speaks quite cogently. He plays the dummy. And when anyone asks him a question, he turns his ugly, bald head on you. It's all a charade put forward by the vermin behind him who are worse than the vermin in front of them. (laughs) 